years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Today's show brought to you by Coffee. Coffee. The best. Hi, Bob. Hi. Uh, welcome to uh, the show, friends. A lot to get to today, right? Uh... <laughs> Uh, All right. I mean, I don't. I don't even know where to start here. There's a West Virginia butt knife story. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's one that we can't do this early. That's one we gotta save for a little bit later in the show when more people are awake. A right? Special time. For I that. feel like we gotta tuck that one away for a little later in the show. It's not tuck you know, it between the cheeks. <laughs> not what I meant by tuck it away for later. <laughs> Was well, somebody hiding a knife? In all right, lit, West Virginia butt knife story coming up. Uh, naked, uh, naked guy at a bar in Florida. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Na- naked in Florida. That's just what we're about here on the uh, show. Now, what's this holy water story? Because a lot of people have sent us this holy water story. This was uh, North Dakota. All right, here's just the headline. <laughs> oh boy. It's really something. Like I haven't even I haven't even dipped in. I haven't even dipped a little toe into this story. It's out of North Dakota though, and the uh headline just says man strips naked, jumps in church's holy water fountain, then things get weird. Wow. Yeah. Like that's a tease for me to keep listening to the show because I haven't I have not even fully prepared for that story yet. I don't even know what happens after he gets naked and jumps in the the holy water fire. I mean, then things got weird. Which, by the way, I don't go to church. I thought, like, the holy water, isn't that just like a little birdbath kind of thing? Like, nobody's got, like, a big pool of holy water, right? I, That's I guess th- they do there. Yeah, I don't for know. For real? I don't know. It sounds like they had wow. like a, a full fountain. Well, what do you need for holy water, though? Don't you just need like a priest to go up and be like, yeah, this is holy water now, and Jesus told me and everything. Like, that's it, right? Uh, like, I believe so. He basically, yeah. uh, a priest basically just casts a wizard spell on regular water. You, you can't tell me there's anything different. It's basically a wizard spell on regular water to make it holy yeah, water, right? I don't right? think it's like filtered a special way or anything. Well, right. It's it's basically like a wizard spell. Or from like a special tap or anything. Right. So there's there's pretty much an endless supply then of holy water. Or do priests have like uh, a certain only, quota yeah. just like, well, you know, listen, sorry, I wanted to uh, baptize this child, but... Month of October, I'm already spent on holy water. I did a whole kiddie pool over there. And then somebody got naked and and jumped in it. And then things got weird. All right. So a naked uh, holy water guy and a West Virginia butt knife coming up this morning on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. (laughs) Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Bob, how many shows in a row have we now covered a story with somebody getting naked? This will be 12. 12 it is. Here we go. 
It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. A uh, crazy Italian guy who calls us all the time on the naked intro there also. It's Florida. Mm-hmm. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Really covering all our bases here in meeting today's show quota of a Florida story and a naked story. This happened down in Brooksville, Florida. A uh, 41-year-old Daniel Carter is facing disorderly intoxication charge after deputies say he exposed himself and tried to start a bar fight. He exposed himself while trying to fight a group of uh, of men, according to an arrest report. He I mean, was, that's usually not the first move. No, he was highly intoxicated when it happened. Oh, wait, hold on, though. Maybe that is the first move. Like, if you're going to start a fight, do you zip and expose yourself? If, like you're, if you're one person, listen, I'm not encouraging people to get naked and expose themselves in public. But listen, fight or flight, <laughs> fight or flight. If there is a group of aggressive men trying to fight you and you're just one man drunk on his own, yeah. maybe that is the move. You know, if there if there's no weapons involved, maybe you go with the only weapon you feel like you can use. I mean, I was like when you... Fear. Con- fear is the weapon. When fear you con- is the weapon. Confront a wild animal. <laughs> like, you know, some wild animals is like... Stand up and make noises. Be as scary as possible. And the animal some animals away. spray. Some animals spray, right? This guy just zips and... Yep. Uh, the arrest report says it all started when uh, Carter exposed himself in the middle of the bar and started yelling at women sitting at a table behind him. Okay, so this guy definitely was not in the right then. No. So it wasn't a group of men who tried to start a fight with him. He just decided, all right, listen, I've drank enough tonight. Let's it's, get it. It's time to take my pants off. Party time. <laughs> my God, man. Florida time. I mean, what the hell's wrong with people? Honestly, how do you ever get that drunk? Uh, He was then confronted by the brother of one of the women who told him, if you ever disrespect my sister again, there will be problems. I feel like there's a lot of instances down in Florida where that line right there leads to some sort of arrest. I mean, when the guy has his junk out already, though, do you have to give the warning, like, ever again? If you ever disrespect my sister ever again, there's going to be problems. there with his junk out. Uh, Deputies say he was still exposed uh, and then followed the man outside after the confrontation and started a fight with him. It was eventually broken up by uh, by bouncers at the bar. Okay, wait. This guy didn't even pull his pants up. He was just like, listen... I showed it to your sister, and I'll show it to you. Let's take hey, it outside. Take it outside. You would think if you knew you were going to get into a fight with a couple of guys, you would at least pull your damn pants up. But like you said, maybe that's the weapon of choice he used. <laughs> Could be. The deputy who responded to the scene said he was acting belligerent, uh, this guy Carter, uh, during the investigation and refused to listen when he was told to back away. He was arrested. He continued his aggressive behavior by screaming and banging his head on the window in the cop car. Uh, it is Florida, and it is a naked person making the show once again. Right now, your chance to win $1,000. Good luck. 96 uh, the New York Yankees have been eliminated from the Major League Baseball playoffs, which I know that is just like, who cares? Uh, Andrew McCutcheon was traded to the Yankees. They also had Neil Walker. So that was the team we were kind of pulling for in baseball. The Yankees are out. The Red Sox uh, beat them. By the way, I know we're not going to do it, but could you imagine reading Red Sox? I mean, Yankees Facebook comments. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's got to be awesome, right? So there's four teams left in baseball. The Dodgers, the Brewers, the Red Sox, and Astros. 
I can care less who wins. Yeah, I don't care at all. Let's get to the Antonio Brown update. This happened uh, reportedly back in April at Sunny Isles Beach High Rise, where Antonio Brown, Steelers wide receiver, leased a 14th floor, $7.9 million four-bedroom uh, place. Um, in February, he leased it for three months at a cost of 35 k a month. In April, he was gone for a couple weeks, came home to find the residence uh, had been cleaned without his approval. He called the police and reported that $80,000 in cash and a 9mm gun was stolen. Uh, the following day, there was reportedly an altercation between Brown and building security. Uh, the lawsuits uh, against Antonio Brown alleged that during the altercation, Brown threw two vases, a heavy ottoman, and other furniture off the balcony. One of the vases landed in an unoccupied hot tub. So basically the story, the report in the lawsuit behind this thing is that what it seems like Antonio Brown was angry yeah, because they cleaned his fully furnished, you know, high-rise apartment uh, without his knowledge and $80,000 in cash and a gun was missing. So Antonio Brown flipped out and started throwing things from 14 stories up. That's when this guy, Opier Sternberg, uh, comes into play. He says his 22-month-old son was walking near the swimming pool with his grandfather and just missed being hit. Now, this guy has a lot of money. He's a 20-year real estate investor down in the uh, uh, Miami area. Yeah. He is a founding partner and CEO of a company called Lionheart Capital. This dude is filthy rich, so he ain't doing this for the money. I, no. I, I got to be honest. I think... I think he's only suing AB for like fifteen grand or something. It's not about the money with this guy. Not at all. I mean, the place that AB was staying in, the average, I think they said the average place in that apartment complex, yeah. or whatever they call it, was like $8 million, $7 million. So this guy doesn't need the money. It's not like somebody walking randomly by on the street when AB's tossing things. It's not a person who AB can wave a money wand and make go away. No, no, absolutely uh, not. Sternberg said in a statement, Mr. Brown's out of control and inexcusable behavior could have killed my son. His reckless tantrum displayed complete disregard for the safety of others. We intend to hold Mr. Brown accountable to hopefully ensure that something like this never happens again. The condo board down there uh, said that AB violated the condo rules, asked him to leave. Once Brown moved out, the landlord's attorney says the house was severely damaged. The attorney said uh, that the landlord bat went back in and it looked like they had a giant college party in the fully furnished unit. Walls were broken, doors were broken, mirrors were broken, lamps were turned over, scratches on the floor. It's a fully furnished high-end apartment and there was damage in every room. Uh, he, did, he said, though, the landlord, that AB could write a check for about $100,000 and make it go away. Sternberg, the man whose 22-month-old was almost killed mm -hmm. by flying uh, apartment furnishings, uh, I don't think he's going to be able to just write a check and make that guy go away. Sternberg says his suit is about holding AB accountable and not the money. Whoo! So there you go. There's your non-football. Here's what's going on with the Steelers update. Uh, Coach Tomlin had his weekly press conference yesterday. Of course, he was asked about the Antonio Brown lawsuit. Uh -huh. And, of course, he had really nothing to say. Is Antonio Brown being sued and accused of throwing furniture out of window news to you? Is that something you can address? I have no comment regarding that. I know nothing about it. What steps do you have to take to make sure that AB is emotionally and physically available to, to give his best uh, abilities on the field. No comment. No comment. 
No Fair. comment. No I comment. love how Coach Tomlin's like, I don't know anything about it, so I have no comment. All right, then. Well, let's hit him with a follow-up and see, like... Yeah, why does why do the reporters just let him walk? I don't know. He's got nothing to say about it, and uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with Antonio Brown, whether... I mean, is that something where he gets disciplined by the team or the, the league for it because of this uh, this lawsuit? I, I don't know. The Steelers said that they won't be commenting on the situation, though. Uh, so... Uh, who knows where that goes? It seems like AB can probably pay off one of the lawsuits with 100K, but the other one, I, th- so I think this guy is just happy that TMZ is reporting on it every day now. 96-1. It's a big-ass hurricane about to hit Florida, right? Uh, yeah, nightmares. Hurricane Michael, potentially deadly Category 4 storm, about to uh, crash into Florida's Gulf Shore. About half a million people have already been... Uh, under evacuation orders and advisories, winds right now up to 140 miles an hour. It's set to make landfall in Florida's Panhandle and Florida's Big Bend, uh, Big Bend, where it could potentially unleash waves as high as 13 feet. So there's been some evacuations, and this really could be a deadly uh, hurricane down there in uh, Florida. And you know uh, who our go-to is whenever there's severe weather in uh, the United States. We go to Nova Scotia. We do. Uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia. Uh, this guy, Frankie McDonald, has his own YouTube channel. Uh, we have been playing Frankie McDonald weather warnings for so many years here on the show, and we always say there should be like a legit service, like the Weather Channel or something, who hires Frankie McDonald. Because not only the tips and information he gives, he's just it's great what he does. He has 180,000 subscribers on his uh, his YouTube channel. Here is Frankie McDonald's Hurricane Michael warning. This is Frankie McDonald, my own TV station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Hurricane Michael's headed towards northwestern Florida on Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. It's going to bring out to 50 plus millimeters of rain. Winds are going to be really strong. It's going to do a ton of damage. Winds are going to be very strong. It's going to bring a lot of rain, sideways rain. The Hurricane Michael also hit Georgia, parts of Alabama, South Carolina, Mm -hmm. and North Carolina as well. People in Florida, be prepared. Uh, People in Florida, be Be prepared. prepared. I'm telling you, he informs and he gets everybody ready for severe weather. If you're up with training, right, go training, right, go training. Order pizzas and order your Chinese food. Order the pizzas, order the Chinese food. He's right. You got to have food ready because you don't know when next time you're going to be able to get out. True. It's hurricane. Buy a case of Pepsi. Buy a case of Coke. Buy the Pepsi. Buy the Coke. Make sure if you're safe, look out. You search. Smartphones, cell phones, laptops, and tablets searching. Stay away from the beaches and don't go to your shores like beaches and Florida. Yep. If everybody lives in northwest of Florida, don't get caught in Hurricane Michael. Stay drive safe. He's the best, man. The best. It's Frankie McDonald from uh, Nova Scotia warning everybody in uh, Florida and the Carolinas about Hurricane Michael. Again, a potentially, uh, potentially deadly uh, Category 4 hurricane right now about to uh, to crash into Florida. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, you know how, like, if you have an iPhone, you can just click on the weather thing and it'll give you kind of like a forecast to tell you what the weather's going to be like for a week, right? Yeah. Seven Springs just tweeted out, do you see what I see? And the forecast on that little, you know, iPhone, whatever weather app. Yeah. Uh, it has a snowflake icon for Seven Springs on Saturday as the, as the high at Seven Springs for Friday and Saturday is going to be. 45 degrees. Wow. 
Like, I know it's colder there than it is, you know, in, in Pittsburgh, in the main city. It's always a little bit colder up in the mountains. But the the trickles of snowflakes could happen at Seven Springs on Saturday. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, I mean, it is October, but I, I'm just not ready. Too soon. Uh, Bill Cosby apparently didn't get hit in the face with a chicken sandwich. Sad. Like, we uh, we questioned the legitimacy of the report because it was from a blog, Radar Online, which sometimes is good, sometimes is not good. But the report was that an inmate at the prison that Bill Cosby is serving his uh, sexual assault sentence at, uh, an inmate did not like a joke that Cosby told him and hit him in the face with a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Uh, that apparently is not true. Uh, TMZ said a Pennsylvania Department of Corrections officer said this did not happen. I like that TMZ like called for an official statement. To be like, we heard Cosby got hit with a chicken sandwich. Can you confirm or deny? Uh, the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections officer uh, said this did not happen. And I am unhappy with anyone who is reporting such fake news. Okay, well, we reported on it. We we did say that this p- seems not real, and Yo, we did hey, question the calm, legitimacy of Radar Online. Calm down. Listen. It's Bill Cosby getting hit with a chicken patty. It never happened, damn it! There, there, trust me, there's worse fake news out there. <laughs> there is. There is. I feel like that's the fake news the world needs, right? right? Yeah. Like, out of all the political fake news and people that make things up and Russian hacking on Facebook, I feel like that's the fake news the world needs. Like, once a week, I need a story that, like, Bill Cosby got hit in the face in prison with a chicken sandwich. Just like, oh my goodness, Bill Cosby got cheesed this week. Uh, he was hit with a half a pound of Swiss cheese. The official said Bill Cosby's not even mingling with other inmates yet, and he has no contact with other inmates uh, whatsoever because he's still being evaluated by prison staff in they're determining what interaction he should have with other inmates. So right now he's by himself in his own cell. Again, to report, uh, to clear up the report, it appears that Bill Cosby never got hit in the face with a chicken sandwich. But you're right, Bob. It is kind of the fake news the world needs, right? Yes. All right. Uh, right now, let's get to Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by our friends at Moe's Southwest. Oh, welcome, to, welcome Moe's. to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show History. Today. Today in Freak Show History, we always like to take you back to a uh, special show moment. A couple years ago, it was another weird Florida story. A man uh, blamed a DUI on his dog. Dogs get blamed for a lot of things they don't do, like eating a kid's homework, for instance. But what about mm. driving drunk? That's right. Police say this man, okay. Relaford Cooper the third, huh. blamed his dog for driving drunk. He told deputies, quote, my dog was driving that car. Really? He's saying his dog drove the car and it wasn't him at all. The dog was being like the designated driver. Like, obviously, he was doing some drinking. I mean, he, he if, let the dog drive. And if I'm being honest, if there's a place in our United States where a dog could drive, it is Florida. That's what I'm saying. Like, we look at this like it's an insane situation. Like, <laughs> really? DUI dog? He blamed it on the dog? Like, uh, farts, I can understand. You can't blame your DUI on the dog. But then you start to think this is Florida. 
And I've seen Air Bud dunk a basketball before. I've seen Air Bud catch a touchdown pass before. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that this guy has some sort of Air Bud-like dog down in Florida? Like the dog just watched NASCAR Dude, with him. what if it's Air Bud NASCAR? What if it's Air Bud NASCAR <laughs> and this dog can really drive? Maybe the excuse shouldn't have been like my dog was driving the car. Maybe the legit Florida excuse is, yo, my dog is NASCAR Air Bud. <laughs> Let's back off with these DUI charges. The Penguins will be taking on uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, tomorrow at home. The big news with the Penguins, Matt Murray suffered a concussion during Monday's practice. It's his third concussion in 30 months in second since February. That's not good. No. It's Matt Murray's eighth injury he's had since his NHL uh, debut back in 2015. It's crazy, it's right? A lot of injuries. Uh, so it sounds like he's going to be, of course, out for the game on Thursday and probably, possibly more. Uh, Casey DeSmith, I believe, is going in uh, in that Thursday and then probably calling up Tristan Jari, right? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, Penguins also yesterday unveiled their uh, third jerseys, right? Yeah, like kind of their yeah. alternate jerseys. They went with the 1984-ish kind of yellowy, mustardy jersey. Uh, the jerseys look pretty cool. It looks a lot like the Stadium Series jersey to me when you just yeah, look at it. Without the big patch on it, and there's no uh, there's no triangle uh, behind the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of have an, a yellow helmet, so they went with the 1984 jerseys, which, uh, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Listen, I know what the penguins are doing with the jerseys. They're saving the really good ones that we want, right? Some of the really good ones that people always complain, like, oh, why didn't they? Be-? They're waiting until they suck for those, right? Like they are sitting on that Snoop Dogg one. They're wa- like yeah, the, the diagonal, diagonal Pittsburgh one. They're sitting on that one. They're on like, it. yo, you ain't getting the Snoop Dogg gin and ju- juice jersey yet. No, we got to wait till like Sid and Gino are gone and we blow before you get that jersey. So they're kind of just trickling in a couple jerseys here and there. I mean, they sold you two blue jerseys. And you bought them. And you'll buy this one, too. Yep. Uh, The American Music Awards were on last night. Taylor Swift opened the show performing I Did Something Bad. It's been a while since she's performed at an awards show. She took home four different AMAs, becoming the most decorated female AMA winner of all time with 23 total, beating the previous record held by Whitney Houston. Oh, God. R.I.P. She won Tour of the Year for Reputation, Favorite Female Artist, Favorite Album for uh, Reputation. Here was... uh, her accepting her award for Album of the Year for Reputation. I always look at albums as chapters in my life. And I am so, to the fans, I'm so happy that you like this one. I'm so happy that this means that you like this one. Yes. But I have to be... I have to be really honest with you about something. I'm I'm even more excited about the next chapter. the big AMA. Uh, I hate all award shows. I hate them all. They're all... I, I used to like award shows. I, I can't even turn them on anymore. I just, I just don't care. Taylor showed up and performed, so they gave her enough trophies to beat Whitney Houston. 
<laughs> There's your AMA recap. Taylor Swift accepting the uh, final award of the night, the artist of the year, the big one. And then, uh, Thank you so much for this. And I just wanted to make a, a mention of the fact we go. that this award and every single award given out tonight we go. were voted on by the people. And you know what else is voted on by the people? Oh! Is the midterm elections Whoa! on November 6th. Get out and vote. I love you guys. Whoa! Vote in the midterms! Taylor Swift is woke! Woke Taylor is here! Woke Taylor! Thank everyone for voting me. Guess what else we vote for? Midterms! Political Taylor is here! Woke Taylor! I like that she paused before like midterms. Like she had to... Ooh, let well, me build she, it up. She won so many awards of the night, and it's been a big thing that Taylor Swift came out on Instagram to back somebody who's running for something in, so in, in Tennessee, right? Yeah. So you'd think, like, all right, is Taylor going to give political speeches? But Taylor's like, yo, I'm going to win so many awards that I'm going to wait till the last award and then be like, you know what else we're voting on? Midterms! Whoa! <laughs> boom, 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 boom! Walk off. Woke Taylor is done! There you Eh, she's right, though. Make sure you vote in November. Uh, there is a weird story. A lot going on in this story out of North Dakota. Uh, somebody got naked at a church, right? And yeah. holy water was involved. A man is behind bars after officers say he was naked at a church this morning. Mandan police officers arrested 21-year-old Zachary Burdick at Spirit of Life Church for ingestion of methamphetamine, oh, no. criminal mischief, and indecent exposure. Oh, no, Spokesperson no. Lori Flatten says Burdick was asked to leave after going around with the Book of Mormon trying to bless people. Burdick came back. Okay, wait, hold on. This guy was on meth yeah, and then went a, to the church with a Book of Mormon, and he, he, was, he was trying to bless people. Stripped down, got into the holy water fountain, and then went down the aisle performing a lewd act while there were people present. No charges have been posted yet. Just wow. Just wow. Got a little something to tell you. Don't do meth and go to church. Mm-mm. I said, don't do meth and go to church. Preach. <laughs> Let him know. Don't do hard drugs and then go to church, y'all. Testify. You might end up naked. Naked. In the holy water. Hallelujah. Don't get naked and take a dip in the holy water fountain. That ain't right, y'all. That ain't right. Don't get naked in Jesus' bathtub. That ain't a hot tub. Jesus hot tub? Just because you're high on meth does not mean Jesus wants to share his hot tub. Uh-uh. Stay out of Jesus. Amen. Jesus is hot tub. Hallelujah. <laughs> that ain't your hot tub. Just because you're high on meth, you think it's a good idea. There's a pool. Let me take a dip. Uh-uh. Let me take a dip. Butt ass naked. <laughs> I forgot my bathing suit at home and I want to show love to the church. Get naked and take a little swim in Jesus' hot tub. Mm. Jesus' kiddie pool. Uh-uh. Butt ass naked. Hell no. High on meth. Uh-uh. That ain't right, y'all. <laughs> not right. Uh, if you learn anything from the show today, it's never do hard drugs and then go to church because you could end up naked taking a dip and getting arrested in Jesus's hot tub. 
Laura tweets us here, had some car trouble this morning, so my aunt's taking me to work. She's listening to your show for the first time. Make it good. Wow. Not that it's ever not good. Oh, boy. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I, we can't deliver on that. We don't know how to make anything good. No, first of all, our show's not good. So uh, if she's looking for a good radio show, this might not be the one for your aunt. People called 911 on Wales in Washington. Have you seen this clip yet? It's so good, right? It is. <laughs> All right, basically, to set the scenario here, it, it feels like it's a family in a boat on the Puget Sound in uh, up in Washington, right? And there's uh, a whale that's, like, kind of messing with their boat. Not aggressively at all, but the no, whale uh-uh. is just, you know, kind of feeling out their boat, seeing what it is. And at one point, it seems like the I mean, the whale is right up on their boat. Not being aggressive at all, though. So start taking video. I believe the mom calls 911 on, on the whale. Don't right? start the motor. Do not start the motor. I, I think that's the dad in the video. Yeah. <laughs> And that's somebody hyperventilating. We're all right. We're all right. Calm down. All right. Oh, my God. It's going right under us, you guys. All right. Relax. He's checking us out. All right. He's checking us out. Listen, everybody's freaking out. Dad's remaining calm. He's checking us out. They're not going to hurt you. Look at this, you guys. You'll never see this again. All right. Now, Dad's trying yeah, to... Yeah, Dad's uh, trying to reel it in here. He, he's trying to say, hey, this is actually a really unique moment that we get to see in nature. Let's all experience nature together. There is a whale right up on our boat. Don't be freaked out. This is actually really cool. It's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, he says, no, it's okay after his wife said, I'm going to call 911. I'm calling 911. I'm Wales? What the hell is that? I'm, it. Ca- I'm calling 911. They're too close. I'm calling 911. Relax. He's going to check us out and he's going to go away. All right. Very intelligent. Relax. Relax. Right, again, this is a family Relax. in a boat, and uh, a whale's right next to him. Mom is. Mom has nine one one ready. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'll call nine one one on this whale. Seriously, look at yeah, that. Look at that. He's rolling. <gasps> I mean, Dad's excited. Oh my God, this is amazing, you guys. There's another one right behind it. I mean, that's how Dad it should be. Dad can't even take it. It's a once in a lifetime experience Whoa. in nature. It's fine. It's fine. He's, uh, I'm calling 911. That's it. All right, they're getting too close. It's rolling. They're getting too close right now, okay? He's right under us. Um, I'm at him. Uh, sound, and there's... And she's on the phone. She's on the phone with the cops. She called the cops on the whale. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously the lady is scared, right? And I get it that you're scared because yeah, there's a yeah, whale. Sure. But, like, he's trying to say, just calm down. They're smart animals. They're just feeling us out. Like, I mean, worst case scenario, somehow the whale tips over the boat. Right? Right. That's that's the worst case scenario, right? Right there. This lady's all right. 911. Hello? There's whales. Three gray whales right underneath oh, our boat. Yeah, and I'm away. afraid. There, there's three, there are three of them? There are three gray whales. Three gray they whales. Look, they might be black. They might be black. <laughs> Hurry up and get here. They might be black. Did you? Black. Hurry up and get here. That we might get flipped drive away. over. Drive I'm away. Scared. Drive away. Where are we, Derek? Right now. Drive away, Dad. Drive away. Come so I think the dad is dad, at this point. He's just like, all right, she's on the phone with nine one one. Let's just get out of here. Dad would stay out there all day and all night if he could. He would, but he's like, all right, my family's freaked out. She's calling nine one one. Let's just get out of here. That was amazing. They're following us. They're following us. That was amazing. Oh my god, it's following us. Oh my god, dad can't god. take it now. Oh, honey, don't be scared. This is awesome. He's trying to talk to the kids down. You know, this is awesome. It's not scary. They're not, not scary. They're checking us out, dude. Look at him. Look at how big he is. I could have touched him. I could touch him. Did Dad just whisper, I could have touched him? I could have touched him. 
Is she still on the phone with the cops? Like, yo, hang the phone up and just experience this great giant animal with your with your family. They're behind us now. I see them. We're not gonna die. It's just a boat. If it gets torn up, who cares? We're not gonna die. It's just a bleeping boat. Get torn up. Who cares? You know. You never see that. Have you ever? You will never forget that. All right. So, hey, good for the dad to kind of lead everybody into. Hey, let's all just stop getting freaked out and experience that. And the mom just like, hello. Nine one one. Bring all the guns you have. Bring the tasers. There's there. three. There's a damn whale. There is a damn whale. Nine six one. Uh, by the way, no one won Mega Millions yesterday. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. I hope you're sitting down. Uh, how much? Friday's Mega Millions jackpot is huh. now the third largest ever as it stands huh. right now. How much? About $550 million. Oh, my, oh God. my God. What would you do if you won? Oh, my God. Could you imagine winning that? Oh, what would you do if you won? Did, huh? you, hear, did you hear about the Mega Millions? Would you quit your job? What oh would you God. do if you won? Oh, I usually play scratchers, but ooh, I can't stay away. There oh, God. Uh, we always love spooky season when it gets right around Halloween because the news loses their damn mind. And every year they do the same stories. Yeah. And every year we laugh at them uh, because they try to scare you with Halloween dangers. Your kids' costumes, they're all flammable. Your kids are going to light on fire. They're going to get hit by cars. They're going to get bad stranger candy. It's The news will light them on fire uh, for you. It's the same thing every year. Here's another it's one. It's the farthest thing from your mind or your child's mind. Yep. That cute costume and that spooky jack-o'-lantern oh. could put them in danger. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Each year, children and adults are burned when costumes catch fire. It, it is lit. It's lit! So once again this year, we <laughs> wanted to demonstrate how store-bought yes. yeah, and homemade yes. costumes can put you yeah. and your children at risk. Yeah, here we go. All right, now this particular news Halloween dangers scare tactic tease is is them going to be lighting costumes on fire, right? That's uh, what we're yeah, going to get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whether it's a pretty pink fairy. Oh, not the fairy. A vampire cape. Oh. Or Cinderella costume. Oh, not they can all be Oof. extremely flammable. Oh, of course. I love many it. are even labeled in many languages, yep. keep away from fire. That doesn't matter. As they're saying all these items, you just see them burning in the background. I love that there's also a label that says keep away from fire, but we're just going to tell you anyways, too, that your child's going to catch on fire on Halloween. Here it is. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission says Halloween costumes should be flame-resistant or retardant. Sure. That means that when you yeah. put a flame to the fabric, yeah. it's supposed to... All right. Go out when you take the flame away. Well, let's test some. Not happening with this Cinderella costume. Uh, Cinderella is lit AF. Watch Cinderella burn. Cinderella on fire. Whoa. In fact, Whoa. Cinderella was completely consumed oh. in two minutes. All right, hold on, hold on. Now listen, you listen. Stopwatch there? Listen, how stupid is this? If your child has a Cinderella costume, yes, and the less than half percent chance that their Cinderella costume gets caught in open flame, yes, do you think your child is going to be standing there flaming for two minutes straight? I'm gonna bet against it. That makes it. no sense at all. I'm gonna bet against Somebody's it. Somebody's going to put that fire out. Your child is not gonna be a flaming two minute Cinderella. 
Uh, they're lighting these two oh, with. You ever see one of those little mini torches? Like the lighters yeah. are mini torches. That, yeah. That's what they're lighting yeah. these costumes I, with. I know how this goes. Same problem with the pink fairy. Oh, there goes the pink fairy. Not oh, the pink fairy. God. The black oh. vampire cape's not doing oh, much God. better. It's still burning. Oh, black, oh it's still on black fire. Still this on wig. Fire. When we put a lighter to it. Okay, we're lighting a wig on fire now. How long? How long? It burned up in one short minute. Whoa! Okay, hold on. <laughs> if you're wearing a wacky Halloween wig, okay, yeah, like yeah. a clown wig, uh-huh. and it catches on fire, are you going to keep that damn wig on your head for a full minute before you realize, oh my gosh, my, I'm on fire. my head is flaming right now? No, these times don't matter. Because if you're on fire, you're going to put the fire out. This boa? This boa. A torch in 20 seconds. Boa Halloween torch! (laughs) This is stupid. One of the most dangerous Halloween costumes. Uh, Here we go. Here it is. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got here? A 100% cotton sheet. Okay. Watch out. Oh, no. In 10 seconds, the sheet fully aflame. 10 seconds. Halloween sheet. If your child is just putting a sheet on themselves as they're going as a a spooky ghost. 10 seconds. Flaming children. These fast flames should serve as a reminder to keep costumes and candles far apart. Oh, yes. Also, common sense tells you to not light children on fire and keep them flaming as a princess for two minutes. We're watching the Today Show. They're talking about that uh, first man film that's coming out with Ryan Gosling, you know, about the uh, first people to land on the moon. Hunk. And Bob just starts talking about space poop. Well. I mean, we've talked about space poop on the show before. Yeah, I mean, the systems now they have in, you know, space shuttles are really advanced. Yeah, they like they like go in a bag, it's vacuum sealed. Now, we've talked about this on the show before, so I don't want to get into space poop but and imagine, how astronauts go no, to the bathroom whoa, again. Well, imagine back then, though, like the first couple trips up, it's like somebody had to be the pioneers, you know? It's true. The bathroom system may have been completely no, different. They, for they the, probably uh, didn't even know what to do. Logs just floating around. No, it's not what happened. There was a system back in the back in the day. NASA, it happened again. Logs are floating around up here. J- Jerry missed the bag. <laughs> Jerry missed the bag. Houston, we do it. Houston, we have logs. Jerry missed the bag. What if that's what the whole film is about? It's like real quick. They show you the moon landing and everything, but it's all about how they pioneered space bathrooms. Middle of the film when it should be all suspenseful and stuff. There's just 15 minutes of space bathroom and Ryan Gosling chasing logs. I'd love to watch Ryan Gosling go to the bathroom. Uh, Let's get to West Virginia here. Here we go. Oh, attention all listeners of the freak show. The magical state of West Virginia has made the show again. All right. Now, let me give you the uh, details on this story because, listen, we're going to learn a lesson here in this West Virginia story. Deputies with the Marion County Sheriff's Department have arrested a woman that they say threatened to stab them. 
Deputies say that on Sunday, 37-year-old Jackie Fulmer of Fairmont yep. attempted to steal vehicles at the Sunoco gas station on Stony Road yep. while brandishing a hatchet and a knife. All right, trying to uh, steal cars with a hatchet and a knife, not good. Not a good start here. According right? to no. deputies, Fulmer lunged toward their cruiser with a hatchet in her hand. All right, never lunge at officers with a hatchet. That's what we're learning here. We're learning and we're bringing this story up because this is not this is what not to do here. Right, right. When they arrived on scene, this okay. causing deputies to deploy their taser. All right, taser, taser. After apprehending Fulmer, deputies say that she told them yep. that she was going to stab them in the neck. That's not good. You never want to threaten officers uh, that you're no, going to stab no. them. Fulmer right. is charged with attempted robbery and threats of terrorist acts. All right, now let's get to more of the details in this story here. Okay. Uh, they were first alerted when she was trying to steal cars at knife point, hatchet point, uh, then they, you know, eventually confronted her at this gas station. Once in custody, she told officers she planned to stab the officers in their necks and watch their blood drain as she drank it. That's a bit aggressive. That is a lot. It's a bit aggressive. Going on there. And we bring up this story just because don't do this. Very this is graphic. not what you want to do to police officers. A really thought out threat. While at the gas station, police determined she had a knife concealed in between her butt cheeks. Wow. Uh, she had cut her seatbelt in the cruiser. So she cut the seatbelt. She got in the back of the cop car, cut the seatbelt. Like, do you have the handle in your cheeks and then the, the knife up? Or I don't know. How do you position the knife? If I told you some uh, somebody in West Virginia had a butt knife, obviously how she, does that go? She's trained, obviously, if she cut the seatbelt with it. I think you have to have the butt knife vertically, right? With the knife part facing out from your butt, right? I don't know. I don't know how to conceal a knife in my butt cheeks. I actually don't really know how to hide anything in my butt cheeks. About the only thing that I'm capable of hiding in my butt cheeks is probably some peanut butter. How big of a knife I could hide this? peanut butter in my butt cheeks. Oh. I don't know. She's charged with threats of terrorist acts and attempted robbery. She could face up to 10 to 20 what years kind of in prison. Spot? Uh, again, Happening. that is a West Virginia butt knife uh, story there. Do not threaten officers. Uh, do not try to rob people. No, no. And definitely I, don't keep listen, knives in between the cheeks. Yeah, I don't think you should ever hide sharp objects uh -uh. in your butt cheeks. <laughs> West Virginia making the show right there. Good morning, West Virginia. Uh, let's get down to North Carolina. Where, uh, well, you know, Florida and uh, you know, like a lot of the uh, Gulf Coast down there is about to get hit with, uh, with Hurricane Michael. That's yes. like a Category 4. This is some of the remnants from Hurricane Florence, though. Remember Hurricane Florence? This is what they're dealing with in North Carolina. Along the North Carolina coast, there is a boom in the frog and toad population following Florence. Right. According to state biologists, the reason isn't just related to the storm. The first wave uh, is from tadpoles born during June and July's abnormally heavy rains. Oh, yeah. The second is a boom of explosively breeding toads. Whoa. These toads found ideal habitats like the tiny puddles created by Florence. Whoa. Coastal residents are likely to find frogs and toads in odd places until floodwaters recede. Explosively breeding toads and frogs they're dealing with right now in North Carolina. So it started out normal, tadpoles, then all of a sudden, horny toads. So the frog and toad populations are blowing up in North Carolina, all because of uh, Hurricane Florence, because uh, toads and frogs were looking uh, for ideal 
habitats to breed in, mm. and there were so many tiny puddles. No. It, it went all over no. the place. Hurricane Florence, Damn. puddles and floods. So the toads and frogs started explosively breeding. Is there ever a good scenario where the two words explosively breeding are put together? Like, even when we're talking about humans, that's not a good thing. That just sounds awful. Is there any animal out there where explosively breeding? Maybe if there's like an endangered animal where there's only like less than 100 left in the world. And, you know, you really count on the future of this species. Uh, you know, you have to find, right. you know, the right animal to breed, to yeah, just keep yeah. the population. That's when explosively uh, breeding is good, right? Just like, yeah, giant pandas, they were they were going away. And then Harry the giant panda just started explosively breeding, and now there's 10,000 of them all over the world. Explosively breeding toads. So uh, oh. co- coastal residents in North Carolina are likely to find frogs and toads in odd places oh. until the floodwaters from Hurricane Florence recede. And uh, they're probably going to get some more rain in the Carolinas, too, uh, from uh, from Hurricane Michael. So it is love season. There could be another wave of horny mm. frogs and horny toads explosively breeding down in North Carolina. Uh, James Gunn was, uh, you know, going to write and direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 for Marvel Studios, but they uh, got rid of him because some controversial tweets had resurfaced. And he is now, I guess, going to uh, take over uh, directing uh, the next Suicide Squad movie, Holiday uh, Hollywood Reporter is saying. Did he do all the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I think so. So he's Guardians pretty, of the Galaxy are so good. He's pretty much the Guardians wizard. Yeah, so then they found some bad tweets uh, from him in the past, and, uh, you know, he apologized for them, and they're just like, nah, we got to get rid of you. So then DC and Warner Brothers just like, yo, we need some help. We'll sign you up. So I guess he's going to be doing the next uh, Suicide Squad movie. Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Uh, did you get excited for the uh, Making a Murderer uh, trailer that came out? I thought I wouldn't be, and then I saw yeah. the I saw the trailer, and they edited yeah. it, and I'm just like, yes. Same thing with me. I'm in now. Making the uh, making a murderer is was this big Netflix documentary um, about a it was like a crime series that followed the trial and this whole case involving uh, Stephen Avery and his nephew Brandon Dassey out in the middle of Wisconsin. Yeah, really in the middle of nowhere. This murder trial, and uh, you know, a lot of people think that these two are. Uh, are innocent so there was a you know this is a whole big i i want to say this came out was it was it a year ago or two years ago it was like around thanksgiving because i remember it's all i did mm-hmm. like th- when we had like thanksgiving time is i just watched making a murder so the uh the next uh part of it making a murder part two uh, all 10 episodes start streaming on netflix october 19th they have prominent defense attorney kathleen zellner who holds the u.s record for most overturned wrongful convictions She's now part of this and on their case. So, yeah. But the thing that kind of sucks is, though, like, this case got so famous, like, you know they're still in prison, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing that sucks because when the first part happened, you had you had no idea about this case. You didn't really hear about it or anything at all. You're just like, wow, did, did, they, did they get free or what's this all about? But now you know, like, they're both still in jail. And the way they shot the first season is just like, it leaves, like, all these... Holes in the case that are open. Yeah, but I already know how part two ends. I They're both know. still in jail. I know. I, know. I still want to watch it too. 
Uh, last night, Jimmy Kimmel did another uh, edition of uh, Mean Tweets. I love this. It's kind of like when we read Facebook comments. He has celebrities on his show. And I feel like whenever Jimmy Kimmel has a guest, he just puts him in a, in a, in a room and say, hey, before you go, real quick, can you read this awful tweet that somebody said about you? And it's become a, a popular thing on his show. So he did a musical edition uh, last night, Celebrities Reading Mean Tweets. One of my employees was talking about how the chain smokers are actually pretty good and don't deserve all the hate. So I fired him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to decide which is worst, Maroon 5, Hitler, or Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Well, what are your power rankings right there? If you have to go worst to best, there's three of them there. It's Maroon 5, it's Hitler, and it's Imagine Dragons. Who are you going with there? I'd say Hitler's probably the worst. We can yeah, all... Yeah, we can put him away. All right, Hitler's number one. Now, what's next? What's the next worst band where you just go, no, okay, you're, you're not as bad as Hitler. I think Dragons... Dragons number two, and then you want to take Maroon Five over Imagine Dragons. That's Maroon your, uh, Five has so many hits. That's your power rankings yeah, right there. Yeah. Well, I always say Imagine Dragons. We're going to look back on in a few years and be like, "Wow, uh, that was a thing." There was really a band called Imagine Dragons, and uh, everybody rocked out for a couple years to Imagine Dragons. That was a thing. I like some of Halsey's songs, but my God, she sings like a goat being in the. Bit aggressive. People wow. say that I should be more positive. This uh, Luke Bryant? Is this yeah, Luke yeah, Bryant? Luke okay. Bryant. I'm positive that Luke Bryant is a horse tooth, air humping doofus. Wow. Pink is aging pretty well for a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pink is aging pretty well for a pig. She just reads She's that laughing. one. She just reads that one so quick. You know, there's never a, a, a hesitation on that one. That's just. Pink aging pretty well for a pig. Pink is aging pretty well for a pig. Like <laughs> <laughs> you expect there to be more, but that's it. Miley Cyrus is a smelly pirate hooker. All right, I mean that actually is pretty accurate. I, I you know I don't know if that's that mean. There are plenty of times yeah. where Miley Cyrus does look like a smelly pirate hooker. Not that it's a bad thing. I mean, listen, back in the times where pirates roamed the seas. Do you think they had hookers on their ships? Pirate hookers were very desirable. And did you think? Do you think the pirate hookers smelled good? I mean, did anything smell good? Uh uh-uh. uh. On that pirate ship? Arr. Was there even soap back then? No. All right. I don't know if there were clean pirate hookers. Moving on. I would rather stab myself in the taint than hear another Nickelback <laughs> song. <laughs> That's funny. That's how we make Nickelback songs. <laughs> All right. Yo, somehow. Chad Kroger, the lead singer from Nickelback, steals the show in Musicians Reading Mean Tweets by saying, I'd rather stab myself in the taint than hear another Nickelback song. And he just goes, that's funny. That's how we make Nickelback songs. Perfect. All right, power rankings. Hitler, Maroon 5, Imagine Dragons, Nickelback. Hitler's the worst, right? Yeah. And then you have Imagine Dragons being worse than Maroon 5. Correct. I'll agree with that. Where does Nickelback... Is Nickelback is Nickelback worse than Maroon 5? Yeah, right? If you have... If you have to face them against each other, are you taking Imagine Dragons or are you taking Nickelback? Now, you have to look at the whole body of work here. There was a time when everybody, like... W- 
everybody was playing Nickelback songs. I know we all look at that time and laugh now like Nickelback songs. Like, I like Imagine Dragons. Right, but there's going to be a time where we look at Imagine Dragons like Nickelback. If you have to take one band and you take a Nickelback or the Dragons, you got to listen to one. Deserted Island, pick one. I'm taking Nickelback. Nickelback's been gone long enough. Do you mean to tell me you have a hankering for Nickelback? You have a thirst that needs to be quenched? You Do you mean to tell me that your mouth is dry? Like a kitty cat, a dry tongue. You have a rough sandpapery tongue because your mouth is so dry. And the only thing that can quench your thirst meow, meow. is a squirt of Nickelback? Meow, meow. Well, stab yourself in the taint. What? Yeah! Yeah! All right! We did it! Another show! Woo! All right. A woo! Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. Uh, Freak Show question of the day is how we end the show every day. We give you a question that has to do something uh, about our show today. Uh, we give you the question and answer. Tall Kathy will then ask for it around 5.30 later this afternoon. Uh, if you get it right, win yourself tickets, maybe a prize, something like that. Uh, freak Show question of the day. What does Bob have a musical thirst for? <laughs> uh, the answer is Nickelback music. <laughs> I Nickelback read a mean tweet on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I would rather stab myself in the taint than hear another Nickelback song. <laughs> That's funny. That's how we make Nickelback songs. Yeah. Then we started going down the rankings of uh, Hitler, Nickelback, Maroon 5, or Imagine Dragons, uh, Dragons in Bob's power ranking had Nickelback above Imagine Dragons because uh, Bob has a sneaky thirst for Nickelback music. All right, Nickelback music. Don't, don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Listen, I you know how I have been talking about Nickelback for years now and Imagine Dragons. There was a time where everybody was jamming Nickelback songs, and it was a normal thing. Much like we're we're all enjoying Imagine Dragons songs right now. I've been saying this for years. All right, so Nickelback uh, music is the answer to the Freak Show question of the day. That's what Bob has a musical thirst for. Are we having uh, zombie brews today? I believe so, yeah. So our buddy who calls the show all the time, Crazy Italian Guy... He absolutely loves Halloween, is obsessed with Halloween. Like everything so, Halloween. Yeah, so when he heard that there is a zombie pop-up bar down in Market Square, it's the Oyster House, right? Yeah. Uh, our friends at Scare House are part of it and all. It's it's really cool looking, this pop-up bar. He's like, we got to go get zombie brews. So I believe this evening, uh, me and you, along with the tr- the crazy Italian guy, uh, will uh, we'll be having zombie brews together. That'll be fun. And then tomorrow, me and you are in Scarehouse. I can't wait for that. That's one of my favorite things of the year. I mean, we are spooky dudes. It, it is a spooky week for me and you. Spooky week is here. Spooky season. Spooky month. Spooky brews. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, Scarehouse, though. That's where we'll be. Get your tickets to Scarehouse.com. 7 to 8 p.m. We'll be in there for an hour inside uh, Scarehouse. So come join us then. Anything else we got to tell the kids? Hey. Uh, stream and download the full show if you missed any today on the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, Ryan Seacrest shows already. Uh, Bye This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Gonna be with you on this Wednesday. Do you sometimes forget that people like 